What is up, everyone? Welcome back to another edition of the Main Event Heat Podcast. I am your host, Rob Weathers, and once again, I have uh, my my good friend, special guest, Big Mike, the host from Barry the Gimmick and Armstrong Avenue Podcast fame, dropping in. Mike, how are you? I'm good, man. I'm good. Thank you. Thank you. Everybody listening, thank you. Of course, and uh, you were – I didn't know I was going to get you today. You were just on a little work trip for the Independent Wrestling Network. Is there anything about that trip that you can share? Is there anything that is not confidential? Um, dude, I got like super stoned while I was down there. <laughs> hey guys, I went on a trip and got fucked up. That's the story. <laughs> Man, CBD, I, uh... CBD, of course, everybody. We would. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. It's, it's totally legal. Yeah. What I did. Um. No, we uh we, we went to Orlando, Florida. We we're doing we we're filming for the app, the IWN app, which we both work for. I can't bring the details out yet, but we will be dropping them very soon. We're bringing in two really cool people to do a show with us. Um, it's gonna be a lot of fun. It's gonna be different from anything else anybody's doing. We rented a huge house, dude. Like like an Airbnb in a resort. This building had six bedrooms, man. I you were telling me a little bit about it. It's dude, like I had the master. Man. I had the master king bed all to myself. Like, eight how the low. fuck did you talk Dwayne into that? Because, all right, so I, 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 I doggy styled it. I claimed the room the minute we got there. I ran right into the house. As soon as I opened the door, I looked to my right. There's a, there's a closed door. I swung it open. There's a huge king bed. And I said, This is mine. I'm going to take a shit in it. And I ran in there and took a shit. And nobody else would go back in there. There you go. There you go. And they were like, I guess you claimed your room. And I said, I did. It had like a, I got like a 70 inch TV on the, on the wall, dude. Fuck yeah. And I literally, so basically while they filmed the show, I've been sick. So I've had this cough, like yeah. uh, this ragweed bloom. So it's had me like, a, like really congested, Yeah, really fucked me up. So while they're filming, I would just go to my room, dude. I watched the new Morbius film. <laughs> I watched the, the new Sylvester Stallone superhero movie, Samaritan. I was doing fucking it. That's what you were watching when me and you were on the phone the other day. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, was, I was popping edibles. We had a swimming pool, dude, with a hot tub out back and a grill. And I'd just be chilling in that mug. <laughs> so real quick, I know we're not going to talk about who the guests were on this trip and what y'all were filming and everything, but I got to know this for my sanity. Did the guests also partake in the swimming pool or the hot tub? No, man, that really okay. disappointed me. Um, okay, okay, yeah. All right, I'm not so mad now because I you were been. very jealous when you found out. And I'll be honest, th- these two girls are really cool people, man. They're really chill. Um, but I should, yeah, yeah. Next time, we got to find some reason that I have to go. Yeah, like oh, we're, Rob's got to film a segment. Rob's got to film we, a segment. We, we really, so we really need to hire a sound person. To be honest with you, who can bring sound equipment to record? <clears throat> I got a couple because, microphones because this they brought in this person from Orlando who said she was a professional, and when she got there, she rolled out a damn dude. I'm sitting there looking like, all right, I'm you know, I know, I know enough about sound, you know, I've been podcasting. I know how to do this job. I literally do it for a living. She, she whips out the cheapest zoom mic money can buy the XLR zoom yep. ZP one. You can buy it best buy sits it on the table, hooks it up to a audio interface, not a soundboard, not a mixer, an audio interface. It says we're ready to go, and I was like, "The that's fuck what I, that's, we are." That's what I have. I've got. I don't know which <laughs> Zoom I have. I have one of the Zoom recorders. And I I've used it for the podcast. Um, I've used it for to call wrestling, and it it sounds pretty good. Like, you could do it, but like, yeah, I mean, a board is probably. I'll tell you what, man. We'll figure this out. And if you need a sound guy, I'll fucking do it. Like, well, and and here's here's the thing. Like, I was like, dude, I could have done this, but I've been sick with this cough, and I didn't want to be in the background. <laughs> well, next time we'll just say I'll do it. Yeah, because I'm not playing this bullshit. Yeah, you're not doing this to me. So, so then we went upstairs. You go upstairs, and there's like <clears throat> five other bedrooms, a whole other living room with a pool table and an and an eighty four eighty six inch TV in the living room and the upstairs room, living room. And I played pool with Dwayne a lot. We played a lot of pool. We rode around. We ate a bunch of food, cheeseburgers and shit. And then we did our film. And it was really like a fucking vacation, to be honest with you. But um, what's up. I mean, it was fun, dude. We're going to be doing a lot of that. We'll be doing a lot of traveling coming up, man. I, I can't wait to get into what we're doing in the future. Yeah, which later on in this in this yeah. episode. 
We will, and we will be talking about it. And and the reason that I there was a specific two reasons that I wanted to bring Mike on. Uh, well, three. I'll give it three. One, I just like talking with Mike. You know, and that's a thing we're going to be doing a lot of that. We've done a lot yeah. of that, and 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 I want I want people to get used to hearing myself and Mike's voice at the same time. For the second reason, which is when main event heat, I, I said this on the last episode. And I, I almost had a I don't know if you listened to the last episode. I almost had a breakdown by the end of it. Like I was <laughs> like I, I I reviewed Clash of the Castle, which if you haven't checked it out, TLDR, I thought it was a pretty damn good show, especially considering where WWE's been the last several years. That was a pretty damn solid show. Yeah. I previewed uh NXT, which I did wind up watching. I watched oh never first. I watched the Carmelo versus Ricochet match, which was great. The fucking chemistry of those two guys are so good. I didn't watch the rest of the show though. Uh, yeah. And then I previewed All Out, which I did watch. And um, so here's here's this. OK, so this leads me to reason three why you're here, because <laughs> it's the thing we're all everybody's talking about. Every podcast has already covered this. I haven't covered this yet. I covered it with Scott the other day. Oh, did you? <laughs> yeah. oh, I love it. All right. So we're going to which I'm sure I'm sure <laughs> Scott's take was probably a lot nicer than what me and you were going to say right here. Oh, oh yeah, dude. Yeah, for sure. Um, the last and- time I had you on, we, we buried CM Punk for a little bit. You yeah, talked about how a- you talked about how underwhelming it's been since he's been back. I had a fucking sticky note thing. He's overrated. <laughs> yeah. And we're going to talk about that. So for everybody that hasn't heard, I don't know how you haven't during the press conference, which I remember watching and I was watching it like, is this a fucking work? What the fuck is happening here? CM Punk basically just buried everybody. He started off seemingly unprovoked, buried Colt Cabana and just completely destroyed fucking like this guy who has shares a bank account with his mom. I love how he says that next to Tony Khan, who you cannot tell me does not share a bank account with his dad. (laughs) Um, And then he goes on to bury the young bucks says they couldn't manage a target which I don't know if he's ever worked a real job before. Managing a target is pretty difficult, so probably not. Uh, and it buries Hangman for no good reason. There's no good reason to bury Hangman. And it just was a dick for like a half an hour. And then allegedly, I guess, or I guess not allegedly, I guess it is a fact, there's a huge skirmish backstage between Punk and, and, and the Bucks and Omega and Ace Steel and a dog and all kinds of shit. We saw this coming, kind of. Yes. Like, like I don't want. Like, we didn't call this. I'm like, we did not call this. We did not say this was going to happen. But we have had some negative things to say about Punk, and and a lot of people have been looking at him through rose tinted glasses and remembering the run that he had. But like, even when he got fired from the Fed, I remember being like, I don't know, man. There might be. This might not all be WWE's fault. And anybody that wasn't sure of that before then, you definitely see it now. Where Punk, maybe he's the problem, wouldn't you say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He uh the whole thing that killed me was just ever since he's come back, it's it's been nothing. He has provided nothing to AEW, but I will say this, people watch it for him. Yeah, I mean, he I, I can't say he draw. said nothing. He's the, so, what what did Tony so, call him? The plus delta. He's the plus so, delta. So I would I'm 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 going to backtrack. I wouldn't say he's provided nothing. He's provided a draw. People have come to watch him, but Physically in the ring, he is the shell of himself. He is consistently on injured reserve. That's right, the biggest problem. Like, yeah. like, like, consistent, like, like, literally wins He's the hurt belt again now. Hurt. Yeah. So the the what I heard was he got hurt in the match, but it wasn't so bad. But then when the backstage skirmish happened, Kenny Omega was trying to save the dog. A Steel was biting Kenny Omega, which is kind of odd. Shouldn't the dog have been the one to bite him? It's possible the dog did bite him, but just in the commotion, everybody thought it was Ace. I still, I picture it being Ace. I think well, Ace was like, ah! The thing that, <laughs> I, t- I tell you what, the, the first, so obviously with this being wrestling, <laughs> even with us being guys that are in wrestling, right? Yeah. There's still, and we've had experiences with stuff on a show before. We're not going to really go into that detail right now, but we have had experiences where even on a show that we were in the middle of, a show that we took part in the booking of, there's been some stuff that we were like, well, I don't think this is supposed to happen. Yeah. Um, yeah. You can, I won't tell you where, but you can see my face live as it happens on one of our shows. <laughs> but, um, but so even then, like there's that question's always, is this a worker? Is this a shoot? The first reason that I went towards work at first was because Ace just showed up on TV. I, yeah. I, I knew who Ace was kind of. 
Like I knew that he was a wrestler. I knew that him and Punk had a past. I couldn't pick his face out of a crowd. I had no fucking idea he worked for AEW until two weeks ago or a week and a half ago, whenever it was. I had no fucking idea. So whenever I find out that he's involved in this fight backstage, that makes me go, okay, this can't be real. But now it's, uh, I guess it fucking is. Yeah. Yeah. And so now you've got literally at following all out, you've got your trios champions gone. Drop yeah. the belts off of them. I you're, wouldn't have put the belts on them anyway. The AE that well, that's what happens when you're the EVPs of the company. It's just like any other independent wrestling promotion where the uh, Booker is also down. the heavyweight champion yeah. in the main event. Uh, so <laughs> in there, who uh, a lot of times. Yep. So we watch that, and then the AEW champion not only has to be, we don't know what's going on with him, suspended, released, but we know he's got a fully torn titty. Cody Rhodes. Same thing happened to him. He's going to be out for nine to 12 months with surgery. Should he come back and wrestle? Absolutely fucking not. No. The, the he, number one, not at his age. Not not at his age. Even then. Like but, he, but fuck, man. Like I, I, I'll tell you one thing. I want to real quick. I don't want to bury your he's a shell of himself spot, but I will tell you, I don't think he was ever. I will never say he's a bad worker. I'll never say that because it would be bullshit. But I will tell you, I don't think he was ever as great as everybody thought he was. Yeah. I think that his, it, I'll tell you right now, his promos are second to none. He's really fucking good on the microphone. And I think that just that and the character is why everybody remembers him so yeah. fondly. I've yeah. never watched, even like the that the match he had with Cena in Chicago that got five stars from Meltzer. I watched it live. I didn't think it was. I didn't think it was a bad match, but I didn't think it was a fucking five star match. Like yeah. it was good, but like calm the fuck down. The crowd was the crowd hot. Fuck yeah, but like it's Chicago, yeah, exactly. It's Chicago, they're always yes, hot as we've proven. We need to maybe not let Chicago book the show because it it starts a lot of shit. I, I, I've never liked booking a show around where you are. Like, I understand, like, you got your hometown guy. You want to get in there, get a good pop for him, maybe put him over. But, like, don't book the show based on where the fuck you are. Like, I, I yeah. can't stand that. Like, but anyway, I, I digress from that. But, yeah, I mean, this whole time, CM Punk has – I'm sure he made them some short-term money. But they've got to – They've got to change some shit backstage, man. Like Tony can't it's, just let these guys come in and decide what's up. It's it's falling apart around him. Like like it's it's WCW two thousand one, and Tony yeah. Khan's going. I'm so so. Here's here's what. So I'm about to go off CM Punk rail and go towards Tony Khan. Let's hear it. His media scrum where he this is what got me. He says last year Labor Day weekend, I was the only person running shows. That one year later. I'm the, I, I'm I'm the last show to run. You had two shows before me, and I'm not gonna fucking put up with this shit anymore. I've got. They referred himself to Jim Crockett Promotions, but he said, unlike them, I have more fucking money, and I'm not gonna fucking put up with this shit anymore. And I sat there and I went, the first did thing he came to my mind, I didn't watch his part. Did dude, he say that? Yes, he said that. He said okay. that. Yeah. So here's what gets me. He's more concerned with the fact that WWE ran two shows the same weekend he ran. Than the fact that WWE put sixty thousand fucking people in a building, and he put ten. So then, not apples to apples, though, right? Like they went to a market that doesn't get wrestling enough. Well, so everybody was like, okay, "Fuck, guys, so, this is our chance. We're not getting this again for another thirty years." Well, take it back a month. Nashville okay. SummerSlam, forty thousand people. Sure, they're a, they're a different show. They're an arena product at this point. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's but a, it's a different but, show. But I think he should be more concerned with the fact that he's not he's not where he thinks he is versus the fact that people are running shows on the same weekend. I mean, fuck, if WWE was mad that people ran shows the same weekend as them, they'd be mad every fucking... WrestleCon hey, would get yeah. fucking put in the dirt. <laughs> I mean, WrestleCon, Ric Flair's last match. Dude, everybody runs big shows the weekends that wrestling runs. WWE runs big shows because they know they draw people to the town. They're Absolutely. going, holy shit, WWE's going to be in town. I'm going to bring my thing to town. We're going to do a big show here, too. 
We're going to do a wrestling convention. We're going to do a signing, autographs. We're going to do wrestling shows. Ric Flair is going to have his last match. So it, it, it's that's what that's that's what killed me with that whole. And then t- then I was watching it, and after I watched that, I was like, "Fuck that shit." And I watched then CM Punk stuff came out, and I just watched that and went, "Oh, interesting." What was that about? And then I heard about the fight, and I was like, "Even more interesting." And now it's come out that the Young Bucks have sent feelers to WWE to see. If there's any, hey, dude, you guys want to come work for us? Of course. So. They offered them big contracts before they started AEW. Yeah. How likely is it that the EVPs follow Cody Rhodes? If you would have asked me this a year ago, I would have told you not not, not a chance at hell. I, I was in denial about <coughs> Cody going. And yeah. so in – and I knew for a fact that he was going because, and I'm not going to disclose too much information here, but let's just say I don't live that far from where Cody lives. I know a lot of people that Cody knows. I knew he was going to show up. I and I, you, you and Cody are homies. That's I don't know Cody. I've met him at a meet and greet. I don't fucking know the guy, but I know people he knows, very famous people that he knows. Um, and I heard a number. I don't know if it's the real number of what he's making. If it is, I would have fucking took it too in a heartbeat. But before, I never would have thought anybody would have went over from the EVP side, especially Cody. Like he's the guy that had been there. He's the guy that yeah. should know better, right? And then he went back. So now, fuck, I don't know anything could happen, can it? Yeah. I think they they easily could in the next year or so. I don't know how long their contracts are, but yeah, they easily that, could. If that happens, that will be the downfall of AEW. I think Cody leaving was was the downfall way, of was a way bigger hit than anything yeah. because yes I will his his last few months there was kind of fucking weird and 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 some of the the booking decisions as far as his portrayal went was kind of fucking odd yeah but the first year of AEW you could tell what was his creation and what he was putting his hands on because that was the good shit like. Kenny originally had the women's division and wasn't great. Maybe better than it is now. Maybe, but it wasn't great then. Well, now it's, going now, now it's basically non-fucking existent, which yeah. sucks because they've got a lot of talent in the, in the women's portion of the roster. But that's a fucking argument for another day. But yeah, I mean, anyway, just to backtrack altogether, I, I want to be very clear and say that I love AEW. I've been a, a, a big fan since the beginning, and, and I, but I'm having a hard time now because they're making a lot of weird decisions, and I brought it up on the last show that, you know, I've been, and this is now, I've got you here to confirm it, literally the last two or three weeks, would you say, almost every day you call me to discuss booking because we've we're already we we've we've announced that we've got the October 29th show coming up. We've already got a, at least a few other shows that we're preparing for next year that we're not going to talk about yet, but we're preparing them. Yeah. And you call me all the fucking time almost every day to discuss booking and I I've helped get people. I have helped you with what you call me, "Hey, I've got this idea. What do you think?" and I've given my opinion. So I'm in that mode right now. You know, and then I, I'm looking at everything AEW's doing, and I'm just like, they're fucking up left, right, and center. And I don't want them to. It's not like a WWE thing where, like, I'm not going to sit here and lie. For a long time, I kind of wanted them to fail because I felt like they needed to fail so everybody else could, su- could succeed. Yeah. But AEW is making a lot of bad moves, and I really hope that they correct the ship because it should be my favorite show, and it's not. And I want yeah. it to be. Yeah. Yeah. They're, he's going to have to give up some of the reins of creative Tony is. Yeah, I've said to, that before, yeah, for sure. To other people. I mean, he's got some of the smartest people there. William I mean, Regal, Dean Malenko, Jerry Lynn. Yeah, I, I was going to say Christopher Daniels, too. but Daniels, too. Fuck yeah. I mean, fuck well, I mean he's, he's suspended a, right he's now. He's suspended but. right now, but he was the first person that came to mind. Like, dude, you've got so many good creative people. You got mm-hmm. That's one thing that, that I have learned working with the people that I work with now. Um i.e. scott armstrong but yeah uh he's taught me so much like he would tell me like vince mcmahon was a brilliant man he knew he wasn't the smartest person in the room so he surrounded himself with people that were smart and put them all in the room and yes at towards the end he was making some very bad mistakes but he still knew what when he when they were at their prime wwe 
he had people, you know, you got agents, you got producers. Each match has this producer, this agent, this person, this person. It's not all on one person. No. Well, even look at the he, Attitude Era. He, who who was his number one and number two? Jim Cornette and Vince Russo, two guys that couldn't yeah. be any different. But they they made that show work. And I would argue that you could not have had the product that you had without those very different individuals. Yes, you know. But but all good in their own way. Vince, I will bury Vince any day of the week. But the the fact of the matter is, at that time during that environment where we were as a country, that's the guy that was doing the shit that we wanted to see. Like, Car yeah. Crash TV was huge, and he was bringing the Jerry Springer to WWF, which is what we wanted. Yeah. And and you got Jim, who who had the, the knowledge of the psychology, and there was a lot of great psychology during that time. And, and is, there, need- is there anybody else in wrestling history with the, with the smart, with, like, the, the person who know, like, knew, knows the business and is as smart with the business as Jim Cornette? Probably. Probably quite a few. I know it's not what you want to hear, but yeah, probably. There's probably a good bit. I'm a big Jim Cornette fan. So. I know you are. And I think, and I've said before, we talked about him on the podcast. I think he's a fucking great mind in this business. He gets in his own way as his only problem. A lot of people have that problem yeah. in this. And CM Punk, see, see what I'm trying to say is Jim Cornette and CM Punk ain't all that different. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they're really good at what they do. They both are. They, yeah. They're both really good, but they just can't shut the fuck up when they need to. Yeah. You know, sometimes you just need to shut the fuck up and they don't know when to do that. Yeah. But I told you I wanted to bury CM Punk for 20 minutes. <laughs> we did that. We did. So, so, so I don't want to get my blood boiling anymore. Uh, let's well, then move. let's let's move on to your next point, which is what we're going to be the, the next the next phases of Rob Weathers, Big Mike, IWN, main event wrestling, man. Not the cleanest segue, but there it is. Yeah. So like I said at the top of this. End of September, main event, he's going on a little hiatus. We did this for season one. It was only six weeks. It's going to be three months this time. I need a fucking break, guys. And the reason I need a fucking break is because we are so fucking busy over at Independent Wrestling Network and Main Event Wrestling from Georgia. First off, let's go ahead and start with the big thing. October 29th, we're going to be back in at the Thomaston Civic uh, Civic Center, the Upson County Civic Center in Thomaston, Georgia. It's a lot to say. Um, we're going to be back there just like we were in July. Running a big show, Fright Night, main event wrestling from Georgia prevents Fright Night. Tell us a little bit about that show. Well, the main thing is we're doing, uh, we're bringing in the Boogeyman. Yeah, it is Halloween weekend. So it's gonna be, it's gonna be Halloween weekend. We got the Boogeyman coming in. He's gonna be doing pictures, autographs. He's he's gonna be in the ring, in ring action. We just cannot disclose with who. Yeah, who knows? Somebody will be eating worms. Of course, and I'm gonna uh, have to call that, and I'm and, not. Uh, not happy with you that I have to call that, but I have to call that, and I yes. will take it seriously. I promise, I'm a pro. So, so yeah, and then we're doing. Uh, we're gonna have the kids there, man. We're gonna give out candy. Yep. Um, are we doing like a costume contest or anything? Yes, like we're that? gonna do a costume contest. Dope. I didn't know that. That's what's yeah, up. yeah. I'm actually so uh, big thing. The biggest news for the show is I'm gonna make my commentary debut right alongside Rob Weathers. That's but what I was waiting for. I'm wearing it in a full Chewbacca outfit. <laughs> please do <laughs> you can kind of sort of do the voice too so i'll let you just do that it's better than some people i've done uh, commentary with as long as you don't as long as i don't say the name of a move and you tell me just another way to say it but tell it to me like that's the only way to say it we'll be all right i'm just gonna be like that was a super kick rob i'm saying super kick so fucking loud super kick <laughs> i'm saying this i just want to say this guys i don't want to bury nobody anymore we're, we're done with that part but i just want to say this <laughs> and i don't care i don't care how long you've been watching wrestling i don't care if you're in wrestling i don't care if you disagree with me if you disagree with me you're an idiot super kick and a savant kick are the same fucking thing they are the same fucking thing Corey right. Graves called it a sabot kick on SmackDown last night, and it made me think of you. There you go. Yeah, I, I was, I was, I was like, "There's my boy Rob Weathers. It's a sabot kick." Um, yeah. But no, man. So, and then we got, uh, of course, Teddy Long's going to be there. Um, yep. we, we got the Worsties. They're coming in. Uh, Alicia yep. Atut and Selena De Laurenta. They'll be there. Um, the uh, the biggest star of the night, Mac Davis, will be in the building. Pop. <laughs> Fucking pop. Well, Mac, I tell you what, I tell you what, we got to, unfortunately, we got to put Mac over here, right? I know we don't like doing that on the show. Mac and, and Teddy have their podcast. Uh, road trip road, after hours. Road trip after hours, which is two titles in one. And they are going to be doing an interview, I guess, with Alicia and Selena. 
Yes, they're going to be doing an interview. Um, I guess they're doing that. I'm not real sure. Uh, we also have some other stars coming in. The outlandish Zicky Dice versus the IWN champion Adam Priest. That's going to be an absolute banger of a match. I'm really excited about that one. And all of you fans at home are welcome for that one. Yeah, uh, I called is, Rob. I said, Rob, I need I need a favor. That is my big for contribution favors. for the show. I don't need many favors, but we need Zicky Dice. Took a few days, but we got him. And then uh, the main yeah, event. Yeah, he was on vacation. Ace Austin from Impact Wrestling, former X Division champion, recent member of the Bullet Club, is going to be there with uh, Mean Gia Miller in his corner. We're not sure he's going to be wrestling, but he'll be in action also. Whoever he's going to be wrestling, fucking, that's going to be great. If you guys have never, I've seen, I've seen Ace Austin live before. That dude's fantastic. Yeah. It'll be good. We are working on some other details. Johnny Swinger will be in. Jake Logan. Um, Just announced that, didn't we? Didn't you? Yeah. Jake Logan and and Johnny Swinger. Yep. Jake Logan, Johnny Swinger. I think Um, I saw that graphic this morning. Skrilla the Great and Randy Reno. That'll be fun. Um, Vicky Dreamboat will be back. She will be in action. I cannot announce her opponent as of yet. It will be announced very that'll soon. Yeah, that'll be good. Let me, Vicky. Let, let me go into a rant here. Why are people so damn hard <laughs> to get in touch with? Look, I think there's I'm, a couple I'm, of reasons. I'm, I'm, I'm a patient man. But whenever it comes time to me to promote and book and do things with my promotion, look, I get, you know, a couple hours, but if it says, Hey, this message was seen, you could respond and say, Hey, Hey daddy, listen, I'm in Orlando or where the fuck you're at doing your <laughs> wrestling show or whatever you're doing. You know, you could even hit me up like big Rob said one day, I'm too high for this and hang up. I don't care. I did <laughs> and, do that. I did and, do that. And, and you know, and I'll be like, cool, hit me up later, but don't just leave me on red. <laughs> Yeah, it sucks. Um, I mean, these are people that get contacted all the fucking time by all kinds of different people. Uh, some of them just aren't good at talking with people, <laughs> for sure. And well, look, some of them if you want to make money, situations. if you want to make money, main event wrestling would like to book. Like there, it, it's it's simple as that. Like if you want to be booked, you got to talk to people, and yep. we are. It's it's already out. You know, we are one of the better paying independent promotions out there. So, you know, come make your money with us. I mean, and and another thing we got to beat around the bush with here, but I will be beating the fuck around this bush. You told me when we got into this call that you had a wrestler that both me and you, I think fair to say, are fans of. Yes. yes. Reached out to you. He reached out said, to me. I want to come work. Yes. Big, like a big name in the business. Has been doing this for years. Has worked Long for time. WWE. Has worked for Ring of Honor. Has worked for AEW. Yeah. Former champion in a big business, man. Reached out to me and said, hey, I see you guys are bringing in quality stuff. I want to come work for you. And that's a good look. That's that's, that's good, man. That's that's good for us. Yeah. It makes me know I'm on the right, right track with how I'm promoting and how I'm doing things. And, and it makes us know that main event wrestling is on the up and up. Yeah. It lets me know that people want to work for us. The word is out. That hey, that's a place to go work for. Me and Rob are doing a show together on the app where we're going to be reviewing matches and things like that, and it's going to be a lot of fun. Match um, of the week is that what it's called? Match of the week. We can we can word with that. We can change it up if need be. Yeah, we'll work with it. We'll figure something out. Rob's a creative guy. He can come up with a better name for it. That's just right. what Dwayne put in the uh, on the on the board there. Yeah. But it took me a long time review- to come up with main event heat. So yeah. Dude, when I came up with Barry the Gimmick, I was so happy we came up with that 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 because it was like, dude, Barry the fucking that, it just rolled off the tongue. It's good, yeah. It's and good there's name. nobody else out there. So when people hear Barry the Gimmick, they know that's the podcast. You know it's fucked up, and I haven't said this yet. Um, I was going through Instagram because I had gotten the collar and elbow gig right, and I was posting uh, one of my collar and elbow affiliate gimmicks on Instagram, and I put in the hashtag main event heat. And I saw that there was an existing hashtag for Main Event Heat. And I'm like, I've never promoted the show on Instagram before. So I clicked on it. Come to find out, back in like 2018, there was like a fucking Instagram show, I guess, called Main Event Heat. They haven't been active since 2018, but it existed, I guess. It wasn't like a podcast, I don't think. I think it was just like a video thing, but... I don't know how I Googled the name main event heat before I ran with it. I didn't find anything. I don't know how I didn't find anything. Damn. This, Damn. Well, I mean, the, this show is almost called wrestle spank. Shoot. 
That is a true fucking story. I have a, a sticky note of the names that I almost went with. WrestleSpank, Between Gimmicks, something else that wasn't funny, and Main Event Heat. You can see why I went with Main Event Heat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dude, I wanted to go with the Spanish announce table, but... <laughs> that's a, that's a, I mean, it's a good name. It, it is. It, it's great. It's great, but somebody already had it. He only had like, like 20 followers on Twitter, but... Yeah, I'm an original person. Yeah, I I don't want to copy anybody. I don't want to deal with that shit. Yeah. So, but yeah, no. so we're we're doing the show on the app. We're gonna be we're gonna be talking about some independent wrestling matches, or just uh just talking about matches. You know, we we might even some of guys, a lot of guys that we've worked with have popped up on AEW Dark. Maybe we'll review some of their stuff and see how they did. Yeah. If AEW gives them more than thirty seconds, um, yeah, a lot of times yeah. they don't like to do that, but yeah. But yeah, I mean, it, that's going to be a big thing that we're going to be doing over there. So that's going to be where a lot of my time is going to be going to the app. We've got we've talked about a couple of other things that we want to do. Is there anything else that me and you might be a part of on the app that we can actually talk about yet? We are uh, we're in the process of putting something together called the uh, the Lost Territories. Oh yeah, that's right. With Mike Jackson, Action Mike. Yep, where we are going to be taking old footage of the territory days. Like that, people don't see you can't find anymore, and uh, Mike's gonna be bringing people in, who who he you know he knows you know Austin Idol, Scott Armstrong, people like that, and they're gonna talk about the uh, the show, the matches, and things like that. Little thirty minute episodes, it's gonna be great, man. I'm really I'm really excited about that. It was it was kind of my baby. It was my idea. Me and you are producing that, that. Is that right? Yes, yes. Yeah. We're gonna be pro- producers of that show. Um, I'm excited, man. I really am. I'm looking forward to how that's gonna go. That could be interesting. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of history buffs in wrestling for sure. Like wrestling and history buffs go hand in hand. Yeah. And I'm, I'm super familiar because I'm not, I'm super excited about it because I, as far as like the old school territories go, there's a lot of shit I'm not familiar with. That's so I'm really looking forward to what, because you said Mike has like a lot of these old like tapes, right? Oh yeah. Yeah, dude, he's got a tons and tons of these old matches, man. He's got stuff from like Hogan when, before Hulk Hogan was Hulk Hogan. Like back oh, in the, wow, he's got Ric Flair versus Chick Donovan, you know. Just oh my god, the, the Ric Flair cool. versus Chick Donovan. Yeah, man. Yeah, Jesus. yeah. We're gonna be bringing in old Chick Donovan to talk about that kind of stuff too. As long man. as you don't ask him to bump, because <laughs> Chicky don't bump. <laughs> hey, he still works, but he don't. Bump. He still works. Chicky don't bump though. <laughs> that's gonna be cool, man. Yeah, that's I. I, I really, I'm really excited to get started on that. For sure, um, and uh, and we are scheduling out a tour. We are. We we we're planning on hitting the road next year. We're taking main event wrestling on the road. We've already got one place booked, Wyoming. Oh, we're going to talk about it. We How much can to, we say? I didn't. I didn't know we could actually announce that we were going to Wyoming yet. I can't say a lot, but I can say that Wyoming, Sheridan, Wyoming, we're coming for you. April twenty second, twenty twenty three. We will be in Sheridan, Wyoming. Main event wrestling will be there. Um, I remember. So, so the fun thing, whenever I heard that we were doing this, we, it was in July, back when we were at the Upson County Civic Center. We were outside getting ready to shoot a little gimmick, and Dwayne had me and Dwayne were standing next to each other, and he just nonchalantly brought up working a show in Wyoming, just out of nowhere, and I just kind of like did a double take, and I was like, "We're, we're working in Wyoming." I was like, "What? What? What? What?" What's going to be in Wyoming? He's like, oh, main event rest for Georgia. We're going to Wyoming. And I was just like, who's going to Wyoming? Everybody. And then I went, all right, one last question. Am I included in everybody? Yeah. And then he walked away. And then you (laughs) came up a few minutes later and I go, what the fuck is this about Wyoming? And you're like, oh, yeah. And then you actually gave me the details. And I'm like, I'm like, of all the fucking states to work. Like I've worked in Georgia, of course, South Carolina, Dallas, Texas, now Wyoming. <laughs> I've worked with a lot of people in this business that have never worked Wyoming. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man, it's gonna be fun, dude. I'm ex- I'm looking forward to it. Look we had a trip. Uh, the trip is going to be a fucking blast. Even if everything goes wrong, it's gonna be a blast. Yeah, we had a uh, nonprofit reach out and say, "Hey, man, let's let's do some some business together. We want to make some money for us and." So we said, okay, so main event wrestling, IWN, we're coming to Wyoming. It's going to be fun, man. I'm looking forward to that. We are planning some big names for that show. 
Yeah, I hope I hope that everything that we're trying to do pans out. That's going to be exciting. I'm definitely I'm definitely looking forward to it. We're going to have to talk about the rate a little bit, but I'm looking forward to it. I was telling the wife, I was like, look, I don't know how this is going to work, but the way I see it, if I'm gone for multiple days, I should get the rate for multiple days. You know what I'm saying, Mike? Does that um, make sense? I mean, look, I do a lot of things, but I don't handle money. <laughs> hey, look, I'm just saying, Booker Man. I'm just saying, I respect you, Booker Man, but you hey, might listen, have to talk about listen. the rate. You're getting a free, you're getting a hotel room. I'm getting a lot of things for free, but I also don't make as much money as some of the other people that are going to be on this fucking show. Neither do I, and I, I don't want to. the main Mike, guy. I don't want to come out of pocket for anything. Is what I'm saying to you. I don't think you're going to have to. All right, well, we'll figure this out. I think we're going to have a lot of fun. I do know that for a fact. No. I do know that for a fact. I'm really looking forward to that, man. That's that's Sheridan, Wyoming, April 22nd, 2023. Man, we'll be we'll be there. Um, I'm working on Dothan, Alabama. That's gonna be neat. Um, they want us to bring some cool stuff there. I'm working on Panama City Beach, Florida. Oh, that's news to me. Yeah, we are. Uh, we're hoping Panama City Beach for our birthday bash 2023. Instead of wow. Thomaston, we're gonna go to P. We're gonna go to PCB. We've got some connections in Panama City with some with a lot of big people. In fact, we're going down next Friday to talk to them there. They is that where in- Scott lives, or is Scott live in Pensacola? He lives. He lives in Pensacola. It's not far from there, isn't it? No, no, no. It's yeah. literally all the way down the – he'll ride there and never not see the ocean. Just down the panhandle? Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's down the panhandle. So so we're going to have that. Um, that's going to be fun because I get to go down there and sell sponsors. So, you got to take me on a sponsor trip with you one time, man. Well, Dwayne, Dwayne told me, he's like, I need to build a team of people who can go out with you and do the promotion stuff and like to these towns. And I was like, yeah, that's true. Because we're gonna have to go out and because I I'll go get with the radio stations and I'll go get billboards and put posters out and promo flyers and the whole yeah. nine yards, you know. Yeah. He's like, we're gonna have to get people who can go with you. I'll go down there and stay in a condo on the beach for a week and sell ads. And at nighttime, I'll go night fishing. That sounds like a fucking dream right now. Yeah, I love night fishing, dude. On the beach, I'll go out there and sit, set my chair up and I'll get. Dude, I'll pull in dang sharks like this big all night long, dude. Have you ever eaten shark? Yes. So Delicacy. Oh, it's so delicious. It's delicious. I, I, But I will tell you, the last time I did that, I, I, I almost got killed because we were reeling in this shark. And we're like, me and my brother-in-law are like almost knee-deep in the water with headlamps. And it broke off the line. And oh, we just see this some bitch coming right, right at for it. <laughs> and I just knew I was like, I'm the fat one. He's coming to me first. I was gone. I was walking on water. I turned into Jesus. I was <laughs> my brother-in-law said he turned around and I was already sitting in a chair. <laughs> That's what's up. That's what's up, man. Well, hey, um <coughs> we might have to try this this partnership out. I'm gonna have to go on the we'll have to Tommy Boy some shit. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll Tommy Boy some road. shit. I'll fuck some rolls up. Yeah. <laughs> I'll fuck some rolls up for sure. If anybody's got a model car in their office, look out. <laughs> Coming for that some bitch. But so that's that's all big news, man. And that's we're, uh we're gonna I, have a lot of fun, man. I hinted at something. I don't know if we're ready to talk about anything about this, but we've talked about a game show on the app. Yes, we have. We talked about a game show. I don't know how far that's gonna go. Um, right now I think we might put that off to phase like two. Ah, fuck just, that, man. We gotta do that. That should be just, so easy just, to produce though. Just for financial reasons. Ah, fucking! I'll buy the stuff we need off of Amazon. It's no big deal. It's no big fucking deal. Um, but no, I'm sure, uh, half the shit we need I got in this house probably. Yeah, yeah. So Dwayne's excited about it. He likes that idea. I've man, I've pitched a bunch of ideas. Man, I'll get stoned and pitch ideas. I'll be like, wrestling Big Brother. See, man, me and you are different when we get high because when I get high, like none of my shit could make sense even if I tried. I, I. I've come up with some of my best like storylines to put on paper when I'm stoned. Yeah, not me. I can't do that. I can't work high. Man, I was giving you so many ideas yesterday. <laughs> Dude, and I'm in my bed like freaking out because I, I took a little too much. And I'm in bed freaking the fuck. Let me tell you what I did yesterday. Fun little anecdote for the main event heat listeners. It's going to be a good episode, guys. It's going to be a good episode. You, have you heard of the YouTube show Good Mythical Morning? No. 
Okay, so there's a show called Good Mythical Morning. It's it's fucking huge on YouTube. They got like 10 million subscribers or some shit. But it's these two guys, Rhett and Link, and they do this this morning variety show kind of gimmick. But they do they play a lot of games and have a lot of challenges and shit. No, they'll, they'll do a lot of like taste tests or stuff like that. But they but they have these fun little games. They're like these 15, 20 minute videos come out every morning, and it's fun. It's it's a lot of fun. I love watching them. They'll like, but it's it's very much like a G to PG rated show. Like they they like they like getting as close as they can with some of the innuendos that they do. But it's very much like a like a PG show. They did this thing called Good Mythical Evening, where it's rated R hundred percent. And they're like, we're going to say dirty words. There might even be some nudity. Who the fuck? No, no. Little did I know it was nudity. I didn't want to see, but they're like, it's going to be all kinds of crazy. We're going to get drunk. And I was just like, this doesn't sound like the good mythical morning. I know at all. So I bought a ticket to watch that last night. And um, I was like, you know what? I cannot, this cannot exist on my same conscious level as sober me because it'll fuck me up. I cannot say that these people, that it would never say or do a bad thing ever are the same people that said fuck every other sentence. So it's like, I got to get high because then it'll be like, I'm in a different dimension. And this is just what Rhett and Link are in earth two, right? They're just foul mouth and yeah. those ass cheeks and all kinds of stuff. So I ate a couple of edibles last night when I normally eat one. And uh, it was a rough night for a little while. But it was a good idea. My plan worked the way that I wanted it to work. Good Mythical Morning is now segregated in my mind. There is there is Earth One, Earth Prime, Good Mythical Morning, and then the evil Good Mythical Morning is in Earth Two. <laughs> That's crazy. It dude. worked out. But yeah, you were texting me, like you said, you texted me so many fucking book. I don't know if it was all just one idea, but there was a lot of text. <laughs> It was it was a long term storytelling, man. It was it was like the greatest storyline I'd ever come up with, and I had to get it down. Yeah, which I because, tried telling you, long term long term storytelling in an indie is not the easiest fucking thing to do. But but I'm gonna try. Because you were like, listen, all these names that you want to work with, I'm like, bro, you can't convince me half of these dudes won't be signed in a year. Like, I uh, probably not, but six dude, months, some of these guys are gonna be fucking signed. <laughs> Man, that was it. I, I come up. I, that was a good storyline, man. So the thing is, sure. I'll come up with a lot of this stuff, and then I forget it because I'll get I'll sober up, and I'll be like, "What did I do?" I have to write a lot of shit down. I write shit so, down when I'm sober because I got ADD and I forget shit all the fucking time. So I send it. You text. I'm like, "Hey, dude, what do you think about this?" I'm your sounding board. <laughs> and then I'll be like, "No, wait." <laughs> <laughs> It's like, let, let me just count the messages from last night real quick. Let me pull up this fucking text message here. Let's see. How, <laughs> how many did you send me last night? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven texts. And they were like fucking rapid fire. And I've got a I've got a smartwatch. So my watch vibrates every time I get a text. My wife, who is drunk, wine drunk as fuck at this moment, <laughs> is like holding onto my arm while we're watching this thing in bed, and my arm keeps vibrating. And then I, I keep going. I can't say words, so I'm just making noises. Like, every time I watch vibrates, I go, Ugh. And then my wife is going, no! <laughs> it's, just, it's just this weird... <laughs> it's, it's really weird. It's really weird here at the Weathers household last night. <laughs> but it was, it's fun. We're having fun, you know, I trying to wind down. I'm not going to lie to you. Been, wrestling's been stressful. The shoot, shoot job's been real stressful. Kind of a part of the reason why I'm taking this this little bit of time off a of main event yeah. meet here. But for you guys listening, for you guys that made it this far in the in the program, thank you so much for sticking around. That's going to be what I'm going to be doing. If you do not have the IWN app, you can get it on your Android or iPhone device right now. Just go to the App Store. Independent Wrestling Network is what you're looking for. We got all kinds of fun shit on there, Mike. Tell everybody what they can find when they get that app. Um, we got podcasts, we've got footage, uh, we got wrestling from main event wrestling. We've got some other, uh, other, you know, Mac Davis and Teddy Long's road trips, a lot of other cool stuff coming, you know, we got some stuff in development. So a lot of stuff in development. And yeah. Like I said, that's going to be, that's going to be where a lot of my focus goes. We, we still got to get together here soon and find out what day you need me to come out to the IWN offices so we can get our content taken yeah, care of. Yeah. We've actually got a, uh, we've got a 14 story building. That all belongs to us, and it's uh, the whole thing. (laughs) No, actually, it's a it's it's we do have a really nice office. We've just got to get get it set up the way we want it. We we do have a really cool little office space. It's out in the country, 
so it's real quiet. My my thing is is like I, I hate recording there because sometimes people just pop in, dude. We're, like we're, people we're, that also work at the office, or no, just randoms, just walk in. How? Because they have keys. Dwayne Dwayne will give anybody a key. I'm about to say like I'm, I'm like is the office in the fucking lobby of the building or? Like... <laughs> we gotta no, do dude, something. No, dude, we, we own the whole building, so it's ours. It's our building. So nobody else works in there or nothing. All right, so but, we got to put we got to put fucking do not disturb signs on yeah, the doors. Don't yeah, fucking come in here. That's, that's the one thing. Nobody, nobody. The days we filmed, we haven't had it happen. But there are days where, like, I'll be sitting in my office working. And next thing you know, somebody's coming through the door, and I'm like, "Who the fuck are you? Who are you? <laughs> what are you doing here?" And, I'm Steve. And it's like, okay, cool. It's, but the guy who used to do that isn't around anymore. So that's cool. But it's it's mainly it's mainly me and Dwayne, and then every now and then uh, Laura, you've met Laura. She runs our concessions, and she 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 handles all the payments at the shows. She'll she'll come in. She helps us with like uh, she does all of our books, mm-hmm. so finances and stuff. She comes in the office. But no man, our offices are cool. The IWN office. We got a studio in the back. We've got all of our printers. We've got a huge fucking printer. We print anything <laughs> you want. I don't know why. I don't know why we have this printer, but this is a studio big enough to put a ring in. Man, I wish, dude. I'm saying, I dude, wish. I love me some studio wrestling. I wish we actually don't have that much room. Um, no, no, it's it's more like a it's more the room is not at least sixteen by sixteen. No, it's not. Mm. <laughs> Damn, that'd be good. Yeah, we good. we 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 tried to find a building that we could move our offices to where we could also run our like the school and everything out of. We just can't find anything yet. We're working on that, but. Well, there's a bit of a, a housing crisis right now. Yeah, and, yeah. People you know, are, yeah, shit's kind of rough. Are freaking out. So, shit's kind of rough. But, but you know what's not rough? That IWN app. Go pick it up right now. You know what else is not rough? Collar and elbow because they make the most comfortable shirts in the fucking world. You like that segue? That's a good one, wasn't it? Yeah, you Collar can use code. <laughs> no, you can't. Don't, motherfucker. This is my show. <laughs> Fuck you and your Armstrong Avenue code. You kiss my fucking ass. <laughs> you go pedal that shit somewhere else. You can use collarandelbowbrand.com. Use the code HEAT to get 10% off. Don't use any other code because if you do, I'll be really upset with you. You don't want I've got. Code. I've got two Collar and Elbow codes. You got two. <laughs> Fuck you. You think you're special. You can't combine them for 20% off. There you can't know, but I can use. Wouldn't one that be for, fucked up if you could combine them? That'd be crazy, wouldn't it? I use one for the Armstrong Avenue, and then we have one strictly for IWN. Oh, IWN has one now. Yeah, that's good. But there is, uh, you know, if you if you don't want to get a collar and elbow shirt, you're like Rob. You know, that's great. I hear the good things about collar and elbow shirts, but they don't have any shirts with your name on them. Guess what, ladies and gentlemen? I got a fix for that problem too. Go to prowrestlingtees.com slash Rob Weathers, and you can pick up one of, I think, four shirt designs that I've got over there. Pretty comfortable, pretty good shirts, pretty good. I designed some of the logos. I paid for some of the other ones to get designed. Don't worry about it. Guess which one's which. You're going to have to buy all four of them and then tell me which one I designed. I think that's going to be the rule. <laughs> you have to buy all four shirts. <laughs> And then we'll just go from there and we'll have a correspondence about it. Fuck it. If, you, if we can do the whole thing, what did Bruce Pritchard do? If you buy one of the shirts, he'll call you or something. I'll call you. I don't give a fuck. I get an email every time somebody buys a shirt. Yeah. Yeah. If you want me to call you, just 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 leave me a, you know, send me a DM at Sweet Sexy Rob on Instagram and Twitter. I love how I'm going about plugging all my shit. It's all just stream of consciousness in this episode. It's a good episode, guys. I hope you stuck around for this. But, uh, but yeah, I'll call you if you want. If you buy a shirt, I don't give a fuck. Mike's going to buy a dozen shirts just to get me to pick up the phone when I'm high. Dude, I was laughing. It was like, I was like, man, I really need to ask him a question. And then it was, I'm too fucking stoned for this. (laughs) (laughs) And just hung up immediately. (laughs) I was sitting on the couch. Was it Wednesday? (coughs) Huh? What day was it? Was it Wednesday, Sunday? It was Sunday, wasn't it? No, it was during the week while I was down there because I was in my bed down there watching the movie. Okay, yeah. So I was, because I was in the living room. I think I might have been watching wrestling. It might have been Wednesday when I was watching Dynamite. Uh, and yeah, I just saw my phone ring and I just went, no. <laughs> and my wife was like, what is it? And I was like, I'll take care of this. <laughs> Fucking turn on. And I went, I'm too high for this. And then just turned it off and then put my phone down. <laughs> and then you texted me like, what the fuck? Oh, I was like, so well, good. okay. I was like, well, okay. <laughs> we got it taken care of the next day. Though. Yeah, we got it all handled. But uh, man, thank you for having me on today, man. This was fun. I love having you on, Mike, and I'm I'm glad that um, me and you are going to be doing a lot of stuff 
here in the future. Yeah. Match of the week coming to coming to IWN. Check it out. Like we said earlier, get that app right now if you don't have it. Google Play, whatever the fuck iPhone calls their store, go get it from there. And it's so, good, man. There's a lot of good shit on there. You can watch me and Road Dog do commentary together. The I was his only broadcast partner on the Indies, guys. If you want to hear Road Dog do commentary, guess what? Sorry story. You got to listen to me too. You check out Main Event Wrestling's Birthday Bash on the app right now. It's a, it was a pretty good show, top to bottom. Coming back to the Upson County Civic Center, the scene of the fucking crime, literally and figuratively. <laughs> Coming back October 29th for Fright Night, Boogeyman, The Worsties, Outlandish, Zicky Dice, Ace Austin, and many more. Tickets are on Eventbrite for that, right? Main Event Fright Night dot eventbrite.com you can get your tickets we are actually almost sold out from the meet and greets with boogeyman the worsties and teddy long that's what we up. only had 20 of them so you better get them while they last for a move because uh i know i cannot wait to get my picture taken with all the fans who want to come see me so i made you know it's fucked up i made some money off the merch table which i don't usually do Nobody wanted a picture. Nobody wanted an autograph. <laughs> they bought your action figures. Bought my action figures. Ain't that fucked up? I mean, it's not like they not even like their action figures of me. That's fine. I got more figures. I'm bringing with me. Hey man, I've thought about getting some because uh, you can actually order custom Funko Pops. I've yep. thought about getting some Funko Pops of me and Scott, the Armstrong Avenue Funko Pop crew. You'd have to sell them for a pretty exorbitant amount to make. Oh dude, pack. oh dude, a hundred bucks a pop, man. Holy fuck! Who do you think you are? Autographed, <laughs> fully autographed. <laughs> Is Scott's of 90 and yours is 10? Dude, I am $75 for this Get autograph. I am the here. most famous person. Get the fuck the out building. of here. No, I'm I'm not. I really I'm really not. I'm like the most humble person. Like everybody's like, dude, you don't really even talk on your podcast. It's like, well, it's not really my podcast. If people <laughs> call you humble, they don't know you as well as I do. Because that's not the word I would use. But that is it. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Thank you, Big Mike, for coming on. We've got just a few more weeks left, and then we're going to be taking a big hiatus from season two to season three. But until next time, thanks for hanging out. (laughs) 